It's the year 3000. A young girl named Sally waits in line for a performance of William Shakespeare's Tempest with her mother. Let's say they're on Mars. Sally and her mom are waiting outside the Elon Musk Theater for Performing Arts. Just a week ago, Sally had been learning about Shakespeare in virtual school. But Sally, a year 3000 trilennial, really didn't want to come today. Sally's mom has dragged her across the city dome to the show. Little Sally doesn't think Shakespeare has any relevance with her modern-day Mars lifestyle. And you know what? Sally is wrong. The words of Shakespeare have changed the English language as we know it. To be clear, I don't mean his words as in his plays or his letters to his girlfriend. I mean his words. Actual words he invented or adapted. As this podcast is about the history of words and not just etymology, in this chapter we will be going through some of the words and phrases that wouldn't exist were it not for William Shakespeare. But since I can't help myself, we'll probably get into some etymology as well. As you listen, you may come to doubt that one man could invent so many words, that so many of those words could end up being adopted into the English language forever. In fact, it wasn't very long after Shakespeare introduced these words that they were officially added to English dictionaries across the world. Once his words hit the dictionaries, they were adopted by English speakers worldwide. That, my friends, more so than his writings, are Shakespeare's legacy. Let's go back to present day. Not only are Shakespeare's plays still read and performed today, I'm also very confident that even in the year 3000 or 6000 or 12000, people will still be speaking some if not all of the 25 words we are about to go through in this chapter. 25 words added to the English dictionary might sound impressive for one man, but I am keeping this very short today. Shakespeare is actually credited with over 1700 common words still used in the English language. He changed nouns to verbs, verbs into adjectives, connected words that were never connected before, and many times just straight up invented a word altogether. For each word I go through today, my AI assistant, who wishes to remain anonymous, will perform a tiny bit of the relevant Shakespeare play. Before we go through the words, let's jump back to 1599 in England and take our seats. The performance is about to begin. I'm Paul Alves. And this is History of Words. Chapter 4 Shakespeare's Words Part 1 It's 1599 and one of William Shakespeare's many plays is being performed to a packed audience at the Globe Theatre in London. I'm not sure which play is being presented today, but whichever one it is, it probably has one or more of the following words in the script. What follows are 25 words that William Shakespeare brazenly invented and used in his plays, quickly cementing them in the dictionary and the English language. Accommodation this word means adaptation, adjustment, or compromise, and was used in his play, Measure for Measure. 
for all the accommodations that foul bears are nursed by bases. Addiction, meaning obsession or dependence. We wouldn't have a word to describe our obsessive use of our cell phones if it weren't for William Shakespeare. The word addiction is first used in the play Othello. What sport and revels his addiction leaves him? Agile, meaning capable of moving fast or easily. Agile comes from the Latin agilis. The word agile is found in Romeo and Juliet. His agile on beats down their fatal points. Allurement refers to incitement, attraction, or an appeal from all's well that ends well. One Diana to take heed of the allurement of one Count Rosalind. Antipathy means to hate or dislike, used in King Lear. No countries hold more antipathy than I. Archvillain. Today, one might watch a movie and see Superman refer to Lex Luthor as his arch-villain, but before Shakespeare, the word didn't even exist. He used the word or the term in his play, Timothy of Athens. Yet an arch-villain keeps him company. Assassination. The word assassin has been around for some time, based on an Arabic word, hashishin, meaning a religious sect of Ismaili Shia Muslims in the 11th century, who were a secret society that specialized in terrorizing the Crusaders, who they executed political assassinations against. The word assassination is first adapted by William Shakespeare to mean a deliberate murder. The word is used in his play, Macbeth. If the assassination could trammel up the consequence, my mistaking eyes. Bedazzled. Those of you who grew up with 1980s infomercials probably think this word means gluing unsightly rhinestones on your clothing. However, it originally meant the gleam of sunlight. It was invented and first used by Shakespeare in The Taming of the Shrew. That have been so bedazzled by the sun. Belongings refers to one's own possessions or properties. This word is found in measure for measure. That belongings are not thine own. We're only nine words in, but I'm sure by now you're realizing that Shakespeare didn't just invent some weird words that are no longer used. I assure you, this entire list of 25 are words and terms we use to this day and that our fictional Sally will still be using in the year 3000. On to number 10. Catastrophe refers to a disaster or spectacular event. Comes from the Greek katastrophe, which means a sudden end. From King Lear. He comes like the catastrophe of the old comedy. Cold-blooded. This is a term used to describe a person without emotion or a murder that is committed without any immediate anger or passion being involved. An assassin being paid to kill someone will kill them without anger or hot blood. From the play, King John. Thou cold-blooded slave, haste thou not spoke. Critical. Something important, significant, or prone to criticism. From the play, Othello. For I'm nothing, if not critical. Demonstrate. To show something off to display from Othello. This may help to thicken other proofs that do demonstrate thinly. 
dexterously means skillfully created or made with accuracy. Found in Shakespeare's play, Twelfth Night. Dexterously good, madame. Dire means ominous, bad, dreadful. From the Latin dirus, meaning fearful, awful, and is a religious term of unknown origin. From the play, Comedy of Errors. To bear the extremity of die mishap. Dishearten. To dismay or disappoint. This word is first used in Shakespeare's script for Henry V. Lest he, by showing it, should dishearten his army. Dislocate means to take out of place, from King Lear. To dislocate and tear their flesh and bones. Emphasis. Emphasis means giving attention to something or making it prominent, from Anthony and Cleopatra. He choked with such another emphasis. Eventful means to describe an exciting or eventful moment, used in Shakespeare's play, As You Like It. That ends this strange, eventful history. Wow, we're at 20 words. How many words did this guy invent? Quite a few, humans. Quite a few. Number 20 is one you might think would have been a word pre-Shakespeare, but he invented it. Eyeballs. Another word for eyes. Found in his play, As You Like It. Your bugle eyeballs nor your cheek of crane. Emulate. Today, this word is used by gamers around the world to mean using a newer device to run software from an older device. For example, I sometimes use my Samsung Z Fold phone to run Game Boy games in an emulator. The word emulate means to copy or imitate something, like me trying to emulate Shakespearean actors quite poorly, so I decided to use my AI assistant, who will remain nameless. The word emulate can be read in Shakespeare's play, Merry Wives of Windsor. I see how thine eye would emulate the diamond. Exist. The word exist means to obtain a reality, used in King Lear. From whom we do exist and cease to be. Extract. A word used to describe withdrawing, eliminating, or to draw out. The word is found in the script of the play, Henry V. Get out of the extract one spark of evil. Fashionable, meaning stylish, trendy, in fashion, as the French would say, à la mode. This word was first used centuries ago in the Shakespeare play, Troilus and Cressida. For time is like a fashionable host. Frugal meaning someone who is stingy, thrifty, economical, used in Merry Wives of Windsor. I was then frugal of my mirth. We will revisit Shakespeare in future chapters. The part he plays in the English language is very important. As Corin Nemec pointed out on Twitter to me, some believe his real name was Sir Francis Bacon, with Shakespeare being his pen name. We might get into that in a future podcast as well. I'll do the research so you don't have to. Please consider leaving us a tip in the tip jar link in the show notes. Even a single dollar tells me you're listening and you care.
I'm Paul Elvis. And this is History of Words. History of Words is written, produced, and narrated by me, Paul Elvis. Original theme song performed by Jeff Smith.